Time marches on and leaves behind those who are not equipped for tomorrow. We cannot predict what will happen in the future, but we at Regent University aim to prepare you for it. With world-class professors in over 150 programs, the opportunities to find success in your field are many. So don't let tomorrow pass you by. The journey to your brightest future begins here. Visit regent.edu slash learn more. Bob Bernie Live. Looking at today's news through a biblical worldview. Well, this is interesting, to say the least. Uh, the folks up in Wyoming kind of, uh, well, they, they kind of do their own thing and always have. Uh, I don't know that I would call the people of Wyoming rebels, but they certainly have a real independent streak. While uh, other states are banning fossil fuel vehicles, gasoline, diesel, even natural gas vehicles. And that's that's just so bizarre. Because I, I remember very well when the city of Columbus began switching several of their buses, Coda buses, over to gas. Not gasoline, but uh, CNG, compressed natural gas. It was, we're going to save the planet. It's clean. It's wonderful. Oh, my goodness. Now they're attacking those as well. So you got California, New York, and some other states that are saying in this year or that year, we are going to make it illegal to buy a gasoline-burning or diesel-burning vehicle. Why? We're going to electric. Well, then there's Wyoming. Wyoming is attempting to ban electric vehicles by 2030. Five. No, no, I'm not making it up. Here's the headline. Wyoming is set to ban sales of new electric vehicles by 2035 to ensure the stability of its oil and gas industry. The move, the move was announced this past Friday, and they're serious about it. A bill has been introduced into the Wyoming legislature, and it notes they have very few charging stations in the state, and they do not have the electric grid capacity to handle a whole bunch of electric vehicles, and they are concerned about the ecological impact of used electric vehicle batteries that cannot be recycled. Isn't that fascinating? Now, whether they're going to pull this off or not, I don't know. But I just just love it. Here's the story. Wyoming has introduced state legislation to ban the sale of new electric vehicles by uh, 2035 to ensure the stability of its oil and gas industry. Wyoming officials argue 
that the oil and gas production has created countless jobs and contributed revenues to the state of Wyoming throughout its history. And I didn't know this, but in 2021, Wyoming was placed as the eighth top oil producer in the United States. They produced 85.43 million barrels of oil in uh, 2021. So basically they're saying, if we switch from gasoline and diesel to electric, we are going to uh, burden the electric grid more than they can handle. They're going to put thousands and thousands of people out of work in Wyoming. Uh, Quote, the uh, shift to electric vehicles would have deleterious impacts on Wyoming's communities and would be detrimental to Wyoming's economy and the ability for the country to efficiently engage in commerce. Uh, The bill encourages Wyoming residents now to limit the sale and purchase of new electric vehicles and to phase them out entirely by 2035. Interesting. Uh, According to the article, 17 states either have already passed legislation to eliminate uh, gasoline and diesel vehicles or are at least considering it. Not Wyoming. Hmm. And then there's this. Then there's this. Uh, The liberal left hardly ever considers unintended consequences. In fact, I've got two stories. Speaking of vehicles, this one is out of popular science. I've always enjoyed popular science. I've had a I've had a subscription with popular science for, I don't know, as long as I can remember. Uh, Well, popular science is not right-wing. It is not really conservative. In fact, I think they have probably taken a slight left turn ideologically in the last several years. But in their latest edition of popular science, there was this article, headline, Big, heavy vehicles are dangerous, especially electric ones. Hmm. Quote, there are a multitude of wonderful aspects about electric vehicles. They have low carbon footprint, are pretty easy to maintain compared to gas guzzlers, and affordable options seem to be expanding. But just like most solutions, they come with drawbacks. And listen to this. When an EV, electric vehicle, gets in a crash, it can be more expensive and much more destructive than a typical accident. I guess I've thought about this, but not real seriously. Uh, One reason, again, I'm quoting, one reason why an EV crash can be so disastrous is their weight. To get an electric car from place to place requires energy that utilizes batteries. And for cars that can handle a lot of range and power, those batteries add up. For instance, a GMC Hummer 
uh, electric vehicle weighs over 9,000 pounds, of which nearly 3,000 just batteries. Others, the Ford F-150 Lightning, the Mustang uh, Mach-E, Volvo, RAV4, these electric versions uh, may have lost the need for gasoline, but they've taken on some serious weight in return. How bad? Listen to this. Listen to this. A University of California professor of economics has recently published a study that found being hit by a car 1,000 pounds heavier than your own results in a 47% increase in the probability of your fatality. And by the way, most electric vehicles weigh more than 1,000 pounds more than the standard gas uh, vehicle. A 47% increase in the probability, if you get hit by an electric vehicle, a 47% increase in the probability of your fatality. Hmm. Quote, the U.S. transportation sector accounts for the largest portion of U.S. greenhouse gas emissions, and I firmly believe it is a human right to breathe clean air, said National Transportation Safety Board Chairman Jennifer Homendy. She went on. But we have to be careful that we aren't also creating unintended consequences, which would be more death on our roads. Now, here's the sad thing. For many people on the left, the increased probability of fatalities with an electric car striking a gasoline car is worth it. You may kill a few humans, but you're saving Mother Earth. And I'm not being facetious, and I'm not exaggerating. Many on the left would be more than willing to sacrifice a few lives as long as we can save the planet. They would believe it's just the sacrifice we have to make. Wow. If you are hit by an electric vehicle that is a 1,000 pounds heavier than yours, a 47% increase in the probability of your death. Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. Unintended consequences. Uh, yeah, the uh, the liberal left often does not consider the unintended consequences, and some of it is so. In your face, common sense. Like we were just talking about electric vehicles, the state of California is requiring that 
no new gasoline vehicles be sold after, what is it, uh, 2035, I think? Which will be an absolutely, unbelievably increase on the electric grid in California. Now, what could be wrong with that? The electric grid already is stretched to the limit. Most of you know that this past summer, they had rolling blackouts all over California, and they released statements saying, uh, you can't charge your electric car during certain hours. You, you know, during peak hours, you you can't plug in and charge your electric car. And yet, they want to increase the number of electric cars 100, 200, 300-fold? When, listen, a complete dummy like me knows that it takes more than 10 years to build one single power plant. More than 10 years. So if they started today, by the time they are outlawing gasoline, cars, diesel trucks, there is no possible way they will be able to bring on any new power stations. You know, it's kind of one of those, hello? And then we've got well, wind energy. And uh, we're going to put all of these uh, uh, wind turbines off the coast out in the ocean. What could possibly go wrong with that? Well, here is the headline today. More whales. Yeah, whales. W-H-A-L-E-S. More whales turn up dead. Raising concern about threats posed by offshore wind farms. Quote, a seventh whale has turned up dead along the New York, New Jersey coastline inside a two-month window, prompting concerns about Democratic government's coveted offshore wind energy products and whether they have left behind environmental justice, biodiversity, and ocean co-use in their wake. Uh, I don't know whether you've seen this, but these whales are being washed up on shore in unprecedented numbers. Quote, It is being reported that legislators, fishermen, and marine activists are calling for an investigation into whether offshore wind farms are to blame for the whales' deaths. When I first read this, I thought, what? How can an offshore windmill, a wind farm, cause whales to die? Well, shows how much I know about windmills and their impact. Uh the, a study done this past November uh, called Communications, Earth, and Environment uh, that revealed the effects of wind farms and said they are substantial. Quote, The study looked at the impact of wind farms in the North Sea and found that the ongoing offshore wind farm developments 
can have a substantial impact on the structuring of coastal marine ecosystems and basin scales. Wind farms generate an increase in sediment carbon in deeper areas of the southern North Sea and decreased dissolved oxygen inside an area with already low oxygen concentration. A 2019 report from the international law firm White & Case indicated that wind farms in U.S. waters, such as those supported by the Biden administration and New Jersey Governor Phil Murphy, have the potential to impact a wide range of marine life, including scallops, quahogs, I have no idea what a quahog is, Q-U-A-H-O-G, I don't know, maybe one of you had one for dinner. I have no idea. Uh, including scallops, quahogs, clams, finfish, marine mammals, and sea turtles. Hmm. I had no idea. Evidently, neither did they. And, of course, we know that wind farms on land are killing endangered birds at a very troubling pace. Unintended consequences. Hmm. And then there's this. I had to get to this. The Taliban in Afghanistan have issued new mandates, and this one... Now, we know that all women in Afghanistan now have to have their head covered. I mean, the whole face, the whole thing as part of their radical ideology and religion. Well, now they are telling shopkeepers of dresses, dress shops, dress shops, if they have a mannequin, the mannequin cannot have an uncovered face. No, seriously. Mannequins. They either have to decapitate the mannequin or put a bag over their head. Yeah. Hey, folks, have a great evening, but please remember whose you are. Listen. Listen. Think. Think. Discern. Discern. Cable news. Noisy. Boring. Out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525.